Alright, so the time has come, everyone. Finally, Marvel has released that comic that is going to take place between Episode 5 and Episode 6. This is a really pivotal point in Star Wars and in the Skywalker saga because Luke Skywalker here is not really a Jedi yet. You know, he's left Dagobah and stopped his training. He quit, basically, or put it on pause against Yoda's words, against Yoda's teachings. And he went to fight Vader and lost, got his butt handed to him, and lost his hand, his lightsaber, and doesn't really know he, where he belongs. So now this story is going to take place between Episode 5 and 6, where we see Luke become that epic Jedi Knight that we saw him in Return of the Jedi. However, how he gets there is still a mystery, and it's going to be filled in with these comics. So this first issue starts off quite interesting. However, as I normally like to bring these comics to life, I won't be doing that with this one because, frankly, there really isn't all that much that goes on. It's just, the whole thing is pretty much just a massive space battle, and it's a ton of dialogue between Leia and Poe Dameron's father, where, which is kind of cool. We get to, you know, get his introduction into the timeline, sort of, which we have before, but now they get to meet and all that, which is cool. The exciting stuff that happens, there isn't really all that much except for these few things that I'm going to try to bring to life for you guys as we go into the comic, and I'm going to pick and choose. So we first start with Luke basically losing his lightsaber, losing his hand to Vader, and it recaps everything that happened in Empire Strikes Back at the very end, where, you know, Vader says, I am your father, and then, you know, just beats Luke up. Luke jumps to his death, pretty much, saved by Leia and the Millennium Falcon, and then we start this comic off right there. So it basically just shows Luke sitting with R2 and he's contemplating what just happened, going through his head, how Vader said that he is his father. As he overhears an argument between Lando, Leia, and Chewie, where they're basically trying to understand if Lando is a friend or foe, where, you know, of course Lando's being like, hey, I just went up against Vader, you know, I, I deserve some credit. Anyways, long story short, Leia says, I am the commander of this ship now, and they try to find a plan to go and save Han, but they realize that he's going to be taken by Jabba the Hutt. And C-3PO, of course, says uh, he's definitely going to be killed. Luke is pretty much in a daze this whole comic. He doesn't really understand where he belongs. He's just very lost. And it makes sense. I mean, you know, he just was told that Vader is his father. He says to Leia, I reached out to Ben with the Force, and he didn't answer me. And he tries to do this a few times in the comics where he tries to reach out to Ben, you know, as a force ghost, and he doesn't respond. He tries to reach out to Yoda at the very end, which we're going to get to, and he doesn't respond. And he becomes very angry and says that he's not a Jedi. So the middle of the comic is also somewhat interesting, but it's, it's just basically this massive space battle, which is cool in itself. But as for the story of Luke, it doesn't really show much, except for this one little scene right here, where the Empire is getting the upper hand, and they send a bunch of ties after the Millennium Falcon once they've joined the battle with the Rebels, and Luke takes the belly gun. He's basically going over everything that just happened, still in a daze, daydreaming of what Vader just told him, and he closes his eyes, and all of the TIE fighters just stop. It seems like someone is controlling their entire navigation system, which is exactly what's happening. Luke is controlling the entire TIE fleet, which is awesome to see his powers going into full effect, and he's not even a Jedi Knight here at this point. He's pretty much unleashing all of his rage and anger, which is very cool to see because Luke was definitely very frustrated and confused and angry, as he says at the end of the comic here. So he stops all the TIE Fighters from moving and then crashes them into each other, giving Lando and Chewie the chance to shoot them down. The Rebels lose a good amount of their fleet, however, a lot of them jump to hyperspace and just get out of there. 
Commander Zara speaks to Vader through a hologram and she basically just apologizes for what's happened and says that, you know, it was a partial success. Where Vader says, Partial success does not exist, Commander Zara. You succeed or you do not. Which is kind of cool, it's kind of like a play on what Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try, except it's just, you know, the dark side version. Why did you allow rebel forces to escape? She gives some excuse and says that the Millennium Falcon came where Vader Perkins up and he says that the Millennium Falcon is off limits because Luke is on there and if anything were to happen to him, then the consequences would be significant. He basically tells her to just get the job done and kill Leia if she needs to, but to leave the boy alive. Much faith has been placed in you by both myself and your Emperor, especially considering your prior failures. I will hear no more partial success, Commander Zara. Locate and destroy the remains of the Rebel fleet. You are dismissed. Then the Rebels just get together and kind of reconvene, where we see Poe's father actually talking to Leia, which is cool. She asks, how did the Imperials find you? Where he says they didn't. We initiated our scheduled contact with another cell, 8th Division, out near Malastare. And they did this after the Battle of Oth. Then we get this scene, which is pretty much the focal point of the comic for me. Luke is standing alone in a ship with R2, where he starts to speak and says, Master Yoda, please, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I can still feel the Force, still use it, but I lost my lightsaber. I lost a lot of things. Please, Master, I need your guidance. Why won't you answer me? And he just kind of goes super sane at this point and cracks the screen behind him, the glass behind him, and uses his rage and his anger, which is also interesting to see, which is very prevalent in the Skywalker bloodline. He says, you're right, R2. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's not easy right now. I thought I was going to be a Jedi, but I'm not sure Ben and Yoda want me anymore. And Vader told me something on Cloud City. If it's true, maybe I shouldn't be a Jedi. I know Jedi aren't supposed to feel this way, and Master Yoda told me these emotions are a path to the dark side. But I'm not a Jedi yet. Yoda made that very clear. I'm still allowed to feel whatever I want. I feel confused. I'm angry. I'm afraid. If Vader is my father, there's no way Yoda couldn't have known. Ben too. They lied to me. That's bad enough, but I'm the biggest thing that I'm worried about. If I'm not going to be a Jedi, what am I supposed to be? And so now this comic is kind of giving light to what it's going to be about, and it's going to be about Luke finding himself. So he was very unsure at the end of Empire Strikes Back, and then of course in Return of the Jedi, he's very confident, very sure of himself, and he's mastered a lot of his abilities. So this in-between period will highlight a lot of the things that we want to know about Luke, such as, you know, furthering his training, building his green lightsaber, and all of that that we want to know. Personally, I'm really excited for it. You can expect me to cover all of the issues of this comic, can't wait to see more of Luke's story, and I really hope we, we get to see him in The Mandalorian Season 2. Thanks for watching, have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. Now, fulfill your destiny.